0: that would win the race but came up short was that the plan very early in that in that run
1: yeah as soon as <clears throat> as soon as we pitted right before the uh, end of that caution we tried to obviously take on as much fuel as possible and and be the first in that scenario we knew there was probably three or four others that were trying or Oreo looked like he was and and uh, a couple of others but um yeah, we just we really struggled on restarts today. The the first and second gear just seemed to be way out of sync to the pace of what everybody was restarting. So you know, first to be on the limit, of second I was just like a sitting duck. It wouldn't accelerate. Gear was way too long, and and um, and yeah, I don't know. We, we lost a lot of positions in that scenario. But uh, the PNC Bank car actually felt felt pretty good. It was consistent. It was good uh, in traffic. Um, it was very difficult to pull off passes today. Um, yeah, so t- for me to be honest, huge credit to the team. You know, they they did uh, a superb job of of you know trying to pull off that strategy, and obviously we got you know very lucky there with that caution with uh, with TK, uh, which was enough to to give us um, you know a bit of a window to get uh, to get to the end. But yeah, it's definitely a crazy day out there. Questions,
0: Patrick, over on the left, uh, Scott. At any time, did you feel like you were in, in a disadvantage based on? Uh, Engine package, you know, mileage versus power, etc.
1: Um, I don't know. You know, it, it maybe plays a bit of a role, but uh, you know, it definitely looked like the others were were uh, pretty heavy. Um, you know, Rossi and Oriel did a you know very good job of making that high line work, um, and Hunteray was very aggressive at the start. So it uh, you know it, it kind of seemed to play out that way, but uh, you know, I'm not going to you know blame it on that. That's for sure. I think we had uh, we were put in a pretty good position there at the end. We kind of tried to figure out whether to, you know, keep going and hope for a yellow, or you know, try and save a bit of fuel, and that's why I let Will pass, and, and then obviously on the restart we had a few uh, few um, guys that couldn't make it at all, so it uh, was definitely interesting. But yeah, you know, um, I think Honda have done a superb job. You know, we, we uh, you know just missed a little bit today.
2: Nate Ryan here on your left. Nate Ryan, NBC Sports. Scott. Um Obviously, aside from restarts, passing was at a premium today. And Alexander Rossi was saying that he thinks more downforce should be something they look at for next year with this race. Do you have any thoughts on that? Should they make some tweaks to encourage passing next year?
1: Yeah, I don't know how to do it. I think that the downforce level is maybe not necessarily the issue. It's just, um, you know, if, if the guy in front, you know, fumbles a little, uh, but is still behind the car, it still sucks up enough that you can't pass him. So, you know, it's almost like the cars need a little more drag to, to you know, uh, make that happen or maybe a little bit of downforce so you can stay closer and, uh, you know, utilise it. It seemed like you had to come from quite a long ways back. Um, yeah, I don't know, you know, I didn't really see the front group. Uh, you know, I saw it occasionally on, on some restarts there, but I don't know how the, you know, I figured that the first two or three could probably pass each other. Uh, but even when I got into a scenario of some clear track and had some slower competitors in front, it was just very tough to to get a run, you know, Uh there was no real wind, so there was no real corner that was distinctively harder than the others. You know, uh, normally two or four is, is, has a big shift, and you can and you can get some cars that are bad and get them off in those cor- those corners. But that just didn't play true, too. Um, yeah, I think it's not. It won't take much. You know, it, it would just be a little uh, a little tweak. Um, you know, to to help help that out. Um, so yeah, you know, I think even from the tire, you could maybe you know do something there too. Okay. Other questions over here on the uh, far right. Go ahead,
0: Ethan.
2: John Harvin with Frontstretch.com. Uh, was it concerning at all for you seeing so many veteran drivers, drivers that have won the Indy 500, spinning out on their own, And were you concerned personally that you know it could happen to you at some point?
1: Uh, yeah. You know, anything's possible. Um, and you know, I've done it in Turn Four before in the race. So it, it's uh, you know. My car, actually, the rear felt pretty pretty solid, but, you know, I saw Bourdais Bourdais look pretty pretty interesting in the short shoot there. I didn't see the replay. I just saw it on the on the big screen when we were under caution, and it looked like that's what happened. You know, I don't know what happened with TK. Um, so, yeah, you know, the, the, the car is uh, is pretty tricky. It seems like you get a lot of understeer, but, you know, uh, at the end, if you get some clear air, uh, maybe from, you know, from the car, you know, if you get high at the car in front of you, it can snap around pretty quickly, but uh, with the scenarios I didn't see. mine Mine, I didn't have an issue with the rear of the car today. One more, Patrick over here. Uh,
0: take me a little bit more through the conditions uh, and the heat has affected you as a driver, and then we got cloud cover for a significant portion of the race. Did that help the car or hurt it?
1: Uh, it actually helped the car. You know, I, I felt like uh, stint four or five, you know, the, the, the grip actually, the whole track, I think, gripped up quite a bit with... Uh, it seems that you know most of the time the track temp is what really kills uh, the grip and and you know hurts the tire a little bit more. So um, you know as that cloud cover came over, I think that that definitely. Uh helped everybody's car <clears throat> you know it didn't help just ours but uh, it helped everyone so that uh, you know it's the same same for everyone but um yeah the conditions actually I, I didn't feel like were too hot i was expecting it to be especially under caution when we first got going doing the parade laps i'm like wow it's really hot out here it's gonna be it's gonna be a long day but uh, as you got going and and um you know the, the airflow at you know over 200 is pretty good so it uh, you know cooled everybody off and um i didn't think it was much of an issue at all scott thanks uh, good luck next week yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Joined here now next by uh, the uh, top finishing rookie, in Robert Wickens, Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports. Well, three hours of excitement. Uh, was Indianapolis everything you expected?
2: Yeah, and then some. I mean, uh, in, in some ways I was... Hoping for more. In other ways, it, it surpassed everything I, I ever could have imagined. So it was it was uh, one hell of a race. It was an emotional roller coaster. You know, early on, I thought we were looking pretty pretty good. We started 18th, picked off a couple on the, fir- on the start. Then on that yellow, we made up a spot in the pits. And then we got another person on the restart. And we were kind of hovering around the, you know, outside the top 10, like 12th, 13th. And we were thinking, like, oh, first 50 laps, great progress. Keep chipping away at it. And it's going to be a great day. And uh, the car was feeling great pit stops were awesome. Um, unfortunately, on one of the earlier yellows, we we came into the pits thinking that everyone else was gonna do the same and it turned out we were one of one of the very few that did it and it put us on almost the alternate strategy. Um, and we lost a lot of track position and, and today, track position seemed like it was everything. It was so hard to follow another car and to really set up a move and because the track temp was so hot, the, the tire degradation was high and in the dirty air, it was next to impossible to keep your right front alive for for a whole stint. So. It uh, it was a long afternoon, and honestly, the uh, we were looking pretty good again because of uh, our alternate strategy, and then those two yellows in the middle kind of, I guess, our, our nail in the coffin where we basically were just stuck at the back, and we couldn't make inroads anywhere, and um, so on that last uh, yellow with 10 to go, we had nothing to lose, so we put on new tires and restarted 19th and, and charged up to 9th, so honestly, it was an amazing 10 laps. It was kind of if it wasn't for those ten laps I'd probably be pretty bummed with with my first Indy five hundred but um passing ten cars in the last ten laps was uh was something pretty special and to uh yeah to be the top rookie is pretty cool but uh <clears throat> I didn't enter the race to try to be the best rookie i was trying to be in the top ten all day long and we uh we got there in the end but unfortunately we we only cracked the top ten for the last couple of laps but anyway it doesn't matter i mean it uh seemed like an exciting race up front i was I was never a part of it but uh yeah, I felt like I passed a lot of cars today, so it was uh, it was good fun. Did
0: you find it difficult to keep track of the various strategies in play, uh, the ups and downs of whether we're on the right one or the wrong one?
2: For sure. I mean, I don't know uh, who was on the best strategy when people were pitting, and because um, we were actually getting great fuel mileage the whole day, so we kept on going a couple laps longer than everyone else, and I think because of the tire degradation, the undercut was actually pretty aggressive, and... I felt like we had great pit stops, you know, the, teams, the team did a great job there, but we never seemed to, we never lost spots, but we definitely weren't making progress uh, through through the pits, and it wasn't down to the guys, I thought it was just more to uh, tire degradation, and we were kind of playing the statistics of the race, thinking that, like, historically, you don't really want to be the first one to pit because if, if you get a yellow, you can be a lap down, or whatever the case is, so we we're always trying to go as long as possible, um, and, but the Honda engine was giving us great fuel economy, we were able to push it longer than anyone else most of the time. And we, uh, we were lining up there to be pretty sweet with just making the fuel mileage one more stop. And we were kind of, uh, it was like me and Oriol Servia there, like when we were one, two, and we were thinking, hey, maybe we can do something. And uh, fortunately, those last yellows made it possible for a lot of people to make the, make the finish. But uh, no, I thought it was a great job by the guys. They were thinking on their feet. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a crazy race. I mean, I think it, it went by a lot faster than I was expecting.
0: Couple <coughs> quick questions, Jordan.
3: I saw Hinch was at your pit stand, or at least the SPM pit stand, uh, at least for most of the race. Uh, what kind of help was he, and was it really great You know, having that teammate, even though he got bumped there the whole week and supporting you uh, in the race?
2: For sure. I mean, to be honest, uh, you know, within the, our structure of our team at Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports, there's only one person speaking to the driver. So um, I actually don't know if James was, was giving input during the race, but uh, having him there, I mean, he's, he's probably the most supportive teammate you could ever ask for, and it, uh, even before the race, I was picking his brain, asking kind of like how it is on the outside uh, right off the start. And, you know, he was kind of telling me the do's and don'ts and kind of some last minute words of wisdom. And it was uh, it helped me a lot. And it gave me that little bit of extra confidence to uh, sail it around the outside on turn one on the start. And
3: obviously it was a tough uh, week in the lead up for SPM. I mean, do you feel like your team has momentum back now uh, with how you and Harvey and uh, Howard did.
2: I mean, I feel like we never lost momentum. That's the big thing. I mean, we're we're such a strong team. Um, you know, I, I think we we understand what happened on the five car, and I think you know, lesson learned. Things are implemented now that that will never happen again. But uh, it's a it's a competitive championship, and here in the Verizon IndyCar Series, and I think we learned firsthand with James that if you're not perfect, you can you can be on, you know, at risk of being knocked out, and and that's what happened to him. But with us, I mean, with the six car. You know, we, we had a little fumble on Monday when we hit the wall, and we uh, made realize a little bit difficult on, on carb day and then into the race today not knowing actually exactly where our car was going to be. But I thought we had a, a top-five car all day. We were, we were just stuck in the, in the midfield for most of it, and we just couldn't make inroads forward. Okay,
0: we're actually going to excuse Robert. We've got, uh, you've got a second-place finisher that's uh, actually disappointed, I think, with second place. So Thank you, Robert. S- Thanks. See you next week. Well, at this uh, doesn't feel like yeah. how we were going to meet today. It, everything seemed like it was lining up just to be perfect. Yeah. You know, it's – I'll feel pretty good about this in
3: a couple of days, I think. You know, the, the team really did a great job all month long, all day long, really. Pit stops were really good. Um, somewhere, you know, it was almost like – being you know being out front early probably hurt us a little bit just because guys started saving fuel a little earlier so we got behind on on the fuel save and then whatever segment will got by us um you know we went a couple laps further on my outlap we had some traffic so just one of those exchanges you know track position was everything that we thought it was going to be um coming into the day you know you'd heard the drivers talk all week but we just couldn't quite couldn't quite get it back from them. You know, we were saving fuel through the middle part of the race when everyone was, you know, essentially trying to cut out a stop. So it was, that was a little odd. Um, you know, but you never know how these races are going to unfold. But you know, I thought for the most part the team executed well. I thought, you know, there's only a couple little things that I can reflect on in the short term right now that, you know, maybe 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 could have made a difference. But all in all, you know, I thought. We we'll, we we'll won the race and we ended up second and we'll be happy with that and come back stronger next year.
0: Third pole of your career, 65 laps led, the most uh, most of the day. So it was a easily your best month, top to top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean
3: that's what makes me. I think that when I look back on this month, that's where I'll probably feel really good about it. Is we were we were strong just about every day um, with all our cars and And held that level of consistency and performance through the month, so um you know hopefully this will be a springboard for for the team to to jump into the this back half of the season and have Spencer you know finally break through some some results and Jordan you know just needs to catch a break he's been he's been in a good spot too, so hopefully this will kind of be a springboard for the team to to make a strong finish win some races okay.
0: questions Tim may right here. Oh, yeah, we have a transcription. Ed, did you, did you feel like you had the car for Will, I mean, you know what I mean, to compete there at the end? I mean, it seemed like you did. And um, like you talked about earlier, you kind of refrained from passing him at one point when you were trying to save fuel and sort of regretted it. But just what was your sense of, like, how the speed ended up there?
3: I thought we were both pretty <laughs> we were both pretty good. Um, you know, I think consistently we were probably the best two cars, it seemed like. You know, I... I think if the roles were reversed, you know, he he would have probably not been able to get by me either outside of a restart. You know, and that's, you know, it, it was just really tough to pass a, another strong competitor today without having, you know, lap traffic as a pick or something else, a, a mistake. Um, you know, track position was, was hugely important. And, you know, don't, he, he, he maybe seemed to get a little better than us. I would say we were probably stronger early in the day. Um, my car seemed to pick up a little more understeer as the day went on, and we couldn't couldn't seem to make enough adjustments to to overcome that. But um, you know, he came out on top. Bob, to your left. <clears throat> yeah, Ed, do you have a sense of what this means to Will, and especially given his reputation as a road guy, and to win here on the ultimate oval? Yeah. Um, I remember listening to him complain on the scanner, and I didn't really like him much in two thousand and eight because he was he hated this place and uh somewhere along the lines, you know will and I became friends somehow um and if you know you can ask him now like his favorite part of the schedule are the ovals and it's it's bizarre, but we kind of bonded since I'm an oval guy now. He likes to think of himself as an oval guy, and he definitely has one up on me now. Uh, but I'm re- I'm really happy for him. You know, I know how much, I know how hard he worked to, to figure out how to be better on ovals because he, just flat out didn't like him at first, and he turned a weakness into a strength, and he's gonna be a great champion. Zach?
0: Ed, you know how many things I have to go right to even have a chance at this at the end. What's that? You know how many things have to go right yeah, all day yeah. for this for you to have a shot. Did you ever did it ever cross your mind this was your best shot at this thing? Uh um, do you feel like it was?
3: Yeah, I think I mean it certainly was at, at at this stage. I mean, fourteen maybe was equal, we just didn't weren't running at the finish, so it doesn't didn't even matter. But um certainly down the stretch this was, was our best finish, you know. I was hoping hoping we could make something happen on that last green flag pit exchange and maybe cycle through in front of them. Um, you know, I was praying on that white flag lap that, that he was going to do a Jr and I could coast home, but you know, just didn't happen. It was his day and not mine.
0: Patrick, you mentioned that it was difficult to pass stronger cars. Um, you could get by the weaker cars. It sounds like, correct?
2: Yeah. You
3: could work your way through some lap traffic, <clears throat> you know, it, it was really hard to pass anybody if they had clean air in front of them. You know, if, if you got stacked up in a group of cars where they were all in traffic, I felt like my car was good enough that I could kind of pick my way through some of them. Um, you know, ultimately, if the race would have stayed green all day, it would have been—it probably would have been better for guys like me and Will to to get even more separation from the other guys. But um, you know, it's the way the race went. You know, cautions when you start getting cautions down the stretch. You know, desperation comes out from everyone, and you get into a cycle of more caution. So, uh, we've seen quite a few races go that direction down the stretch. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, we had a, we had a chance to, to go fight one of the the best teams and drivers for the 500, and that's something I'm proud of. And like I said at the the opening of this, I'll probably feel better about it in a couple of days, but it's a little salty right now.
0: Compare then the racing today versus the racing of a couple the previous years, where it was a little seemed like a little. Leapfroggy, you you yeah. pass people, but you knew you were going to get passed right back. It was
3: a totally different type of race, you know. I'd, I'll have to watch it from the outside to see from that perspective. You know, I I like I like the way it drives. Like it's definitely challenging to the driver, and um, it I, I like it when it's hard. You know, that's why I was hoping it was going to be hot today because it makes things even more difficult. But you know, I, I like that if you were the old car, if you had a really good car, you couldn't really get rewarded by getting away or getting any separation. So I think you, I think if you have a good enough car, you should be able to, be rewarded by being able to get away a little bit, um, you know. But I, I do think we need to maybe make a little bit of improvements just because it's so hard and dirty air to to do much, to even just have a better head-to-head finish at the end. But um, all in all, for for this new for this new kit, it's performed so well all year. Um, And like like every iteration of cars, the the longer we have them, the better they'll get. Um, So, yeah, it was a good day.
0: Ed, thanks. Uh, Congratulations.
3: Thanks. See you all 365 days.